Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Empowered Connection Podcast. This is your host, Daniel Damodar Cordua, relationship coach, empowerment coach, and yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Thanks so much for being here as always. And please excuse the slight croakiness in my voice. Like I'm maybe getting a little of that cold thing in the East Coast and the weather has changed. And I think my body is reckoning with it. Thanks so much for being here. And remember that if you're listening to this podcast, we always humbly ask to give us a five-star rating and a few words of encouragement via a review on your podcast platform of choice. But more importantly, we ask to take some of the lessons, some of the topics, some of the tools of this podcast more deeply into your life and your relationships. That could look like listening to an episode with a friend, with a lover, with a loved one, with a family member, and talking about some of the themes. In fact, today's episode, which is one of our episodes on intimacy, we're having a series right now, that could be a really great way to connect to someone intimately, to allow yourself to listen to a podcast together, process it in your own way, go into your experience of it and share. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. And then, of course, if you're listening to the podcast and you're thinking, you know, I, I got some blocks here in my life, there's some things going on in, with myself relationally within my own self and with my relationship with other people, if it's a partner, if it's a friend, if it's other loved ones, if you're noticing patterns that are keeping you stuck, if you're noticing that there might need to be more work done and you're looking for some accountability, some guidance, and some true opportunity for empowerment, check out the show notes below and let's dive into a coaching journey together. I would love to be of service to your unique journey. If you are an individual, if you are a couple or another dyad, check out the show notes and let's connect soon for your first free discovery session. Now today, as I mentioned, today's episode is a continuation of our intimacy series, starting with episode number 89, which is about self-intimacy. And then last week's episode, which was on the intimacy of difference, conflict and repair. Today's episode is going to be about bridging self-intimacy and difference, conflict, and repair into the intimacy of emotional awareness and understanding of understanding ourselves more deeply and sharing that with other people. Okay, this is a deep form of intimacy, getting to know ourselves more deeply, understanding the landscape of ourselves, our inner landscape, and sharing it with another person more truthfully, more with more depth, more vulnerably. And so I invite you first to listen to episode 89 about developing self-intimacy, because as you might hear me say on this podcast over and over again, we really cannot allow ourselves to understand others deeply and become an intimate, close relationship with them and experience that if we don't have that relationship with our own self. So it's really important, and that's why I, I invite you to get into a coaching journey or to reach out to a therapist or a mental health professional, is that it's really important to discover and learn more about ourselves. And deep intimacy allows us to then bridge that with someone else, to share our depth 
and to also have the ability, which is also a skill and a, a tool to build of honoring, validating, hearing, accepting, feeling someone else's depth. Because not only can we not share our own truth if we don't really know it or know the, the corners of it, but we won't be able to accept or hear or understand someone else's, right? We won't have the capability if we can't see it in our own self. And this is where I really want to emphasize to you and I emphasize to all my clients is developing skills of emotional awareness and intelligence on a regular basis and developing the skill of emotional regulation, which means we create spaciousness. And, and I have talked about this a lot in the podcast. And so you can look at some older episodes and I teach it with my clients. We develop more space within our nervous system, our body, our mind, our consciousness to be with the experience we're in. And that might sound simple, but for many of us, it's very difficult to be with some of our emotional experiences, some of the depths of who we are, because they're confronting, because they feel uncomfortable, because we don't want to look at them. Or it's easier, allegedly, it's easier to not look at them. And this can go back to our childhood, uh, to patterns of survival, of not wanting to move into some state that might trigger a difficult time in our life previously. And that's totally understandable. And that's part of this process, right? Of, of reckoning sustainably and compassionately with some of those patterns. And what will happen is that if someone else in our life, like a love, a, a deeply loved one, like a partner or a family member or a friend, if they go into areas and in sharing with us that are somewhat similar to some of those parts of ourself we won't look at, we will not be able to connect with them, right? We're going to push them away because those parts are things we don't want to look at in our own self. And instead, we'll get triggered and probably move into some sort of conflict or pattern that will not be intimate or connected with our loved one, like avoidance or shutting down or actually getting into a verbal disagreement or rupture or saying something to defend ourselves because we don't want to hear or feel what that other person is feeling. So to simplify, I'll just keep coming back after I talk for a while. We want to understand our own emotional landscape more deeply. And that means practicing it. I give lots of tools for this. If you listen to this podcast episode, and I will give even more if you're able to connect with me for a coaching journey to practice this on a regular basis. And then from that understanding of ourselves, actually be able to, under, to share something about ourselves with another person. And then because we practice emotional awareness and regulating our nervous system with ourselves, being in some of our difficult spaces of emotion or challenging spaces or new spaces that we never even noticed before, <laughs> they could be joy and, and could be excitement. We can then have the capacity to witness them in another person, to feel them, to validate them. And that's what we want. That is a big, this whole process I'm speaking to is a big way to make your relationships more intimate. And that could be with a friend. It does not have to be with a lover per se. And if you're listening to podcasts and you're like, well, you know, I, when I hear intimacy, I, I want that to be in my partnership, or I don't have a partnership right now. And I want that for me. Well, you know what? You can practice regardless. If you want that in a relationship, if you have one or you don't in a, in a romantic relationship, practice with other people in your life. Practice this whole process I just spoke to and maybe have them listen to this podcast and inspire them to also be part of the process because intimacy is, unless it's self-intimacy, which we talked about in a previous podcast episode, but intimacy with others is mutual. 
if you're learning about your emotional landscape and more about yourself, your stories, your patterns, and you're sharing it with someone else who does not have that capability, doesn't have that practice, it might be difficult to connect, right? And so you'll have to have some patience with that other person or gently encourage them on this path so that it feels mutual. Because at the end of the day, to feel that depth of intimacy, both people must be practicing it, right? In their own way, it's not going to look exactly the same. And when I work with couples or dyads, it doesn't have to be, you know, again, a romantic couple. It could be two people, mother, daughter, uh, brother, sister, two friends. It's really beautiful to see both decide we are going to do this together, meaning we're both going to practice individually. And then when we come together, we're going to share in such a way. And that leads me to the next thing, which is for intimacy to blossom with another person, there has to feel in for both people enough safety in their nervous systems, in their bodies, in their minds that, wow, I can reveal something that is vulnerable, that might feel uncomfortable to myself, that might be uncomfortable for the other person to hear. And regardless, nonetheless, I feel like that can be held, that I won't be pushed away that I won't be abandoned, that I won't be criticized for the feelings that I have. Okay, so that's, it's really important. And if we can't have that safety, this process of sharing and being vulnerable intimately with our lands, internal landscape could go south, right? You could be listening to this and say, yeah, I, I want to learn more about myself and I'm, I'm going to take some, do some coaching work and I'm going to go deeper in, I'm going to understand who I am. I'm going to share with my partner or my family member or friend, and they might feel triggered by your sharing. They might feel uncomfortable and not have the practice that you're practicing in order to hold it and validate it and accept it. And then all of a sudden, your sharing could feel like a threat. And unconsciously, that other person might cast the blame or criticize or push you away or, or it might feel like abandoned. And then what's going to happen there? Now, that could lead to, to some more difficulty. Now, you as the sharer, uh, there there's necessitate a sort of spiritual strength here and resilience, which is a, a tall order to ask. Now, you can understand, okay, if the other person's not ready, I'm not going to go into a shame cycle, right? Or that you'll feel really, really disconnected, right? That that could be the the possibility that instead of a moment of deep connection, there is the feeling of the opposite. Wow, I'm saying, speaking my truth and someone can't even dip their toes into it, right? And this happens a lot. So this is why I work with couples and dyads and partners a lot because this intimacy is relational. <laughs> um, and, and even self-intimacy becomes relational, right? Because we crave as beings for our reality to not just be understood internally, but to be validated and seen by others. So if you're moving into a self-intimacy practice and others can't validate and see that, it, it's hard to feel like that self-intimacy is real, is enlivened in this world. So know that too. And when I work with people in, in partnership or dyads, dyads just means two people that don't necessarily have to be in partnership. I move them through exercises. There's one specific listening, active listening and expressing exercise that really allow people to do both to explore their own inner experience in, in the presence of another person being held by that other person in, in a way that hopefully, right, with practice creates safety and security to be held in such a way. And they practice at the same time, listening and understanding and validating and being able to like track 
someone else's experience. If you're looking to dive deep into your possibility for 2023, if you are looking to remove some of the roadblocks that are coming up for you in your life right now, that you're starting to take notice of, if it's in your purpose, within your career, within your relationships, within your most intimate relationships, or your relationship to your own self, take the time today to reach out to me for your first free 30-minute coaching session, and we can dive in, or at least dip on in, into the possibility of what's next for you so that you can make 2023 and beyond a space of deeper healing, deeper empowerment, deeper self-discovery, deeper self-awareness. And if you're in relationship, much deeper potential and possibility, connecting, loving, building something strong with your most loved ones. And a practice that I will do with my clients if they are in partnership, like a couple or a dyad, meaning there are two people that are not necessarily in romantic partnership, is that we dial in and practice an exercise, a mutual exercise, wherein both people can express their truth and go deeper into what that feels like while being held and seen and, and heard by another person. So mutually, there's the nurturing of, through my help, of feeling safe with one another or safe enough and developing that safety more and more and that security to be with another person, your loved one, express how you feel vulnerable and go deeper into it via their help. And then the other person, the listener, can then work with being in their own emotions, reacting to what they're hearing, even if they feel triggered to hold, to validate, to love, to understand that experience, both, right? It doesn't mean that just to hear someone's experience, we have to push down our feelings, but no, we then share them. This could look like instead of someone and a loved one asking, you know, how are you doing today? And you meet them with a superficial answer. You know, I'm just really busy today. You know, it's, it's, I have a lot of work to do, feel a little stressed. Maybe there's something underneath of that, right? So maybe you're invited to go deeper into your experience and share. Yeah, actually, I'm noticing today that I'm, I'm busy and I'm stressed out. And underneath of that, there is a story or a feeling that there's something I'm grasping for, like I'm not good enough. And I notice this feeling of stress a lot in my life, like I'm trying to prove my worth. And so instead of it just being a superficial thing, you're actually going a lot deeper into your experience. And it could be anything. I'm just giving you an example, making something up. And then the other person listens and they might feel triggered by your response. Say if you're in a partnership and you are working a lot to um, help the family get by, okay? And maybe they hear that and they think, oh, what is this person unhappy? Or, or what they, they're not able to work. This is an example. <laughs> just making this up. And so they might have a trigger there. But this exercise says, well, instead of just responding to the trigger and maybe kind of like not wanting to listen to the person or pushing whatever they're saying down or reacting harshly because you're projecting this, this uh, feeling from what they're saying, you be with your own experience slowly and thoroughly and share validating theirs. Oh, I hear dot, dot, dot. I hear you're feeling stressed right now. And I feel like there's like this feeling under the stress of like, I'm not good enough. I have to prove myself. I have to work so much so that other people think I'm okay. Hearing this, I feel dot, 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 dot. I feel sad that you have to feel that way and that working so much is bringing you into that situation. I also feel a little triggered because I feel like hearing you say that, that there's some sort of like, I'm feeling this is my feelings. So, so we name that it's ours. We, we claim that it's ours. I'm feeling a little 
threatened or a little triggered because it seems like to me, it reads like, well, you're doing more than I am and I should be doing more. Right. So imagine if that little vignette could continue to outplay more and more so that both people, instead of being triggered and pushing away and not allowing themselves to open up to each other, they could actually safely bring up some of the truths that could feel uncomfortable. It's so important and powerful. If you want to deepen your relationships, it's so important and so powerful. And I'm not advocating, well, now that you listen to this podcast, let me go learn more about myself and dump it on my loved one. No, no. The space within which to do this, which I always call container, means it's like conscious, there's boundaries to it. Maybe there's an, an exercise like the one that I give to my clients which I didn't share today, This I just gave a very quick example, is we consciously say and check in, would you be open to doing this? I would love to try this out. And these are some of the ideas around it. And we're going to take turns and it's going to be equitable. And uh, even if we get comfortable, we will make a pact that we are there for each other. In fact, you can always start a sharing, an intimate sharing practice with, I love you and, right? If it's something that might come off sounding intense for the other person to hear, maybe something involving them and your projections or ideas or feelings about them or your relationship. So this is big. You know, this is really big. The more that I speak to it today, the more uh, important I realize it. Because if, especially if you're in a partnership, if you're in a family relationship and you're around people on, a lot day to day, the small things that come up are often pushed aside, pushed under the rug. The little emotions that come up in reaction or response to others, in reaction or response to the world, they are pushed under and pushed under. And then they come out, as I say so many times on this podcast, they come out sideways for our own self when we push them down and not look at them ourselves. And when we don't share them with someone else, that's very, very connected to our day-to-day life. And they come out sideways in relation to them, creating conflict if we listen to the last podcast episode, that is not productive. So ideally, our intimacy of difference can be bridged here in this crucible, in this process of regularly checking in with our own experience and co-creating a safe space within which to share that deeply, the layers of it with another and in such a way that they can be feel safe hearing it, validating it, seeing it without just projecting their reality, and then also sharing their experience. And you know, uh, this is something I talk about to my clients: uh, is that this stuff is hard, it's difficult, and at the same time, it is so beautiful, it is so satisfying. You'll get to understand so much more about yourself, so much more about a loved one. And, and it, it's never ending. It keeps unfolding. And so there's a, there's a depth. And I think that's why people long for intimacy, that there's a depth that is, I would say, more satisfying than, you know, so many things that we might otherwise think are satisfying in this world. It's, um, it's beautiful. So I'm inviting you to step on into this. I have lots of exercises and then create more conscious communication. But what I want to emphasize here is the practice of this regularly, not just to communicate okay, but to build depth of intimacy and connection and to be with the aspects of 
ourselves and other people that are uncomfortable and still come back to love, acceptance, compassion, as long as it's not an abusive situation, right? That is the biggest thing. That can create so much resilience, so much self-knowledge, so much knowledge for the couple or dyad for them to bring into their relationship and create new patterns that are generative and life-giving, new pathways of where their life and their partnership might take them or their friendship or their familiar relationship. So there's so much possibility here. So I really want to emphasize that. And if you're feeling excited here, then start the process with a loved one. Go back into these, this podcast episode and look for some of the podcasts about emotional intelligence, conscious communication, and add some of those tools to this practice that I'm speaking to, this whole idea that I'm speaking to, and go out and start to, to practice this. But please make sure that you inform this other person of what you're trying to practice and ask, maybe bid, that it become mutual. This is why I'm part of men's circles and other sharing circles is because in those environments, there is a de mutual dedication that well, this is going to be a safe space to do this work. So that even in of itself could be vulnerable and create a lot of intimacy. If you move to a friend or your lover and say, hey, I want to practice sharing more deeply. And I want also at the same time, want to practice holding and hearing what you're sharing more deeply, even if it's difficult. You know, you could even invite that right into a relationship. Hey, I want our intimacy level to go, go, you know, even deeper. I really care for you as a friend, as a family member, as a lover, and I'm dedicated for us, for our relationship to be even stronger. Imagine what, I mean, if I heard that, I'd be like, yeah, let's do this. But that's me. <laughs> Someone else, they might not. And, and so you also have to navigate um, possible, like, you know, disappointment and letdown there. And, 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 and that could be a gauge, right? That could be a gauge for... Uh, where do I, you know, I speak to this in previous episodes, where to maybe create a boundary around this relationship uh, logically, right? Is okay, I care for this person, but it looks like at least right now, we're not going to go this deep here. And that's okay. We can have friendships that uh, are more superficial, so to speak, or surface level. Superficial kind of sounds like a bad, bad word. Um, where we, you know, we talk about things, not about us. You know, we talk about us in a very, um, very superficial or surface level way. That's fine. And I think it's important from my point of view to have at least one, two, three very intimate, more deeply connected relationships. So that could ask for you to create new boundaries. It could also ask of you maybe, and this might be confronting, to start to leave a relationship, especially if it's a partnership and this feels like it's not happening, right? It might be a little confronting. But if you want more clarity here and you want more tools to navigate this with your loved ones, if you want to navigate this with your loved one in partnership and come as a couple or a dyad, then reach out to me and I can allow you to have more clarity, more accountability, deeper work on a regular basis so that you don't just listen to the podcast and then get on to you know what a next task is of the day, but you take it seriously in your life and in some of your most important most loved relationships. That's uh, that's it. That's so important. So that's my invitation to you. And hopefully I can connect with you soon. Look at all the show notes below. 
There might be some new workshops coming up, but if you are in the Philadelphia area, I did speak about circles. We have our monthly men's circle and it is meeting on Sunday, November 19th at 2 p.m. So those are for the Philly locals. Um, if you're in the area, come on by and you might be able to build more. I would say not might, you definitely will be able to build more awareness and connection and practice in this realm, sharing with other men. Look out for new workshops and trainings on the horizon. And otherwise, take a few moments to share this episode with a loved one and create some conscious connection, communication, and vulnerability uh, in your own life. Go deeper in and share that with someone and let intimacy really, really blossom. And that intimacy, right, it, it goes everywhere. It allows us to connect deeper to who we are in a myriad of ways. It allows us to connect more deeply to those most important in us. And then it acts as a example to the world, right? When others see, wow, like, I noticed that depth of connection you have with your partner or your friend or your loved one, and that's inspiring to me. So that allows us to connect and all of us to connect to something deeper, something greater. So please do that today in your own way. And uh, looking forward to next week's episode. Intimacy is the theme, and we're going to keep it going for a few more weeks. More and more info and tools for you and your loved ones. Peace. Peace.